Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 81. Thank you for tuning in. Let's bring awareness to the heart space and to the breath. Bring all awareness to this moment. Bring awareness to the fingers and toes. Relax your shoulders. Relax your jaw. This is day number 14 of our 21 day challenge. If you are joining us on this journey, good job. I'm so proud of you. And I love you so much. If you are not joining us on the 21-day challenge, good job for coming to Earth. (laughs) I am so proud of you, and I love you so much. 21 days of no complaining. 21 days of acceptance and allowing. 21 days of deliberate co-creation. And as I bring myself to the space, I do feel guided to share a four-part reading from the Pathfinder Oracle deck. Remember, we will offer a Oracle card reading at least once a week here on Readings for the Collective. We are honoring the number four as we are on day number 14, not 18, like I said yesterday. (laughs) We are on day number 14, which represents the amplification of the energy of the number four, since the one amplifies the four. Four represents a perfect foundation and a paradigm. The paradigm is your praxis, the belief systems and ideas that have become your truth because you have calibrated yourself into that state of being for so long. So as we are being deliberate co-creators on this 14-day journey, for some of you, 81 days, if you have been supporting the podcast since day one, thank you so much for your love and support. I really do appreciate you. I really do see you in the brightest light. I hold you in that space. But as you are on this deliberate journey of co-creation, I know that you are seeing the evidence because we are focusing on our states of being which create the thoughts or ideas that turn into your paradigm, which is your belief system that becomes your reality. This is your state of being. So as we honor this four-card pull for the collective, it is up to you to determine or discern how the information applies to your life or not. The Pathfinder Oracle deck is hardly used. We've hardly ever referred to it. I'm not sure if I've used it once on the podcast, actually. As we do have many Oracle decks, I'm excited to get into more of them. So yes, breathe, feel good on this day number 14, where we are shifting our paradigm and we will receive a message in regards to where we are right now, as we are always perfectly supported. And the number 14 reminds us of that. It's the symbol of Father God supporting our foundation. 
Yes. The first message is coming from the energy of the companion. The companion does symbolize our non-physical guidance, our angelic helpers, loved ones, and spirit guides. If we honored the illusion of time, this message would represent the immediate past. And in regards to the collective, we can sort of discern or figure out why companion would show up first. Since it represents the past, this might suggest as a collective, we have identified with the five senses, the personality, identity, body, the ego, for so long that we have miscreated. The evidence of this is the um, consequence or symptom that we call the virus, what is happening on earth today. And as there is only one almighty presence active here, we as a collective are only ever experiencing the consequence of our own states of being and thoughts. So our division and separation made us sick. Because of this symbiotic experience, meaning it did work in our favor, it worked in our favor because now we have aligned ourselves with our non-physical guidance. We need guidance. So the actions in regards to our miscreations have always worked in our favor because Mother, Father, God never judge us for our miscreations always gives us the opportunity to reinterpret, to come to a deeper understanding. So in regards to the collective and the companion, we have now aligned with our spirit guides, angelic helpers, and loved ones because we have miscreated for so long. We have put ourselves in a timeline now that only our non-physical guidance can help us move forward. This essentially means that we have used the five senses up and from this point on, the five senses, personality, identity, is not qualified to move us forward. That's not the tool that it was created to be. So the companion coming through for the collective might be pretty obvious. We need guidance. We have turned too far away from Mother, Father, God, and we have experienced this um, distortion in the consequence or the form of this sickness that we are perceiving on Earth. And is it a sickness? No, we have spoke about this in previous episode. That's not the focus here. The idea that we thought we were sick because of our division and separation has now calibrated us into receptivity to be one with our guides. That's the focus. That now our spirit guides are available because we made a mess <laughs> and only God can help us. I don't know how else to say it. Only the I Am Presence is qualified because there's only one will here. Remember, as a fourth and fifth density being, we don't have free will. There is only the will of the Creator. So, our spirit guides are available now because we've miscreated, because for so long we thought we had our own will, because we believed we were separate. So in regards to the collective, this is why Companion would show up. Now, the individual connection in regards to companion is very beautiful and something to be in rejoice and celebration. 
It is an indicator that those of you hearing these words now that have continued to do this deliberate co-creation work and in your personal life, practicing what we discuss here as I am too, trying my best to be disciplined with my thoughts, feelings, and emotions to stay in that state of being that allows us to be receptive to this guidance. As an individual, the companion might be letting you know that you have done the inner work enough to be able to perceive the love and support of your non-physical guidance, your angelic helpers and loved ones. And not only are they available to you, but they are always so proud of you, but even more so when you are deliberately connecting, they are in rejoice, in praise. The seraphim sings for us and rejoices the Most High. So it's no more about how do I connect with my spirit guides. As a fourth and fifth density being, that question is now refined. And if we reformulate it, it might sound like, how can I maintain the awareness to my eternal connection to my spirit guides? And how do you see the evidence of your guides, angelic helpers, and loved ones in your states of being? which is how they can connect with you. As there's only one presence here, you are perceiving yourself in infinite states of being. So the evidence that your guides are with you is that every time you're in alignment, every time you bring awareness to the breath and to the heart space, every time you follow that inner nudging and connect with Source as it calls upon us continuously. So you've been following your guidance You've been connecting with the angels and your spirit guides. It's just been so easy. Again, as humanoids, we make it difficult. We think it needs to be five sensory. So this is why I will never try to convince you of a truth because I can't. Truth is distorted. There's only one truth. That there's one almighty presence here. We are one with it. So you're one with your guides. You always have been. But now, because you have been deliberately doing this work... It is my belief and intention that you are now starting to see the evidence of your connection to this loving support. Your spirit guides have always been with you. We've just thought we were a body this whole time, so we've been making the connection very difficult. And it's very simple. It's pay attention to how you feel and there's your guides. And then once you stay in that space, you can start receiving guidance in the form of visuals or thoughts and ideas, inspiration. So call upon your guides, your angelic helpers and loved ones. They've always been with you. And remember, it's no more wondering, how do I connect? We're asking, how can I become aware of this already established connection that is eternal? The second part of the reading is coming from the energy of the moon. If we honor the illusion of time, the moon is representing the current state of being, the present moment. In regards to the collective, the moon is letting us know that we are in a state of being of receptivity. Whether we know it or not, we are shifting. Our consciousness has been shifted. 
And as fourth and fifth density beings, the moon is reminding us that we want to stay caught up to speed with ourselves to match the frequency of the environment we're in, to be able to have a more harmonious experience, to go with the changes and make adjustments accordingly. So if Mother Earth Gaia is shifting her state of being, and we can see the evidence of this with the changes in the world, the paradigm being shifted, a new support being created, which is what the number four represents in this four-part reading, yes? The moon is reminding us that it's time to utilize your inner knowing, to deprive the five senses enough to realize that's not the tool that should be utilized in this current state of development. As fourth and fifth density beings, this is again the realm of mentalism, to have a inner knowing with your own experience that your thoughts become things, to deliberately co-create your highest intentions in your heart's true desire. And as a collective, we have come to that point of development where we are given the opportunity to repeat or evolve. And since the first part of the reading let us know our angelic helpers, loved ones, and guides are now more readily available, this must mean that we are prepared as a collective, again, whether we know it or not. And as you can see, there are many beings, brothers, sisters, who don't know this connection yet to our non-physical nature, which is what we're all trying to figure out together. Remember, I'm practicing. I try my best. I live this. I practice what I speak here. I walk my talk so that I'm qualified to address it. So I'm practicing with you. And I know we can connect with our inner guidance or non-physical helpers or loved ones because this is what we do here. So the moon is reminding you of your intuitive nature, the collective. And we are, you can see some of us in a panic in regards to moving forward. And that lets us know we're referring to the incorrect tool to move us forward. So La Luna, the energy of the moon for the collective reminding us that we have the ability to tune into the guidance that can move us forward in harmony and confidence. But since the paradigm and reality is shifting, we can't refer to those same old tools that we used to refer to to move forward, the five senses. We have to deprive the five senses, sit the ego on the left shoulder, the position it was created to always sit in, to be the observer and keep you safe. If there's a fire coming, get out of the way. But if you're using the ego, the five senses, as a tool to move you forward, again, you will be in a constant state of perpetual anxiety, afraid to move forward, not able to pinpoint or focus in on a heart's true desire or passion, which is what you came here to do, to live a life of a high frequency, to do what you love. So the moon is, as a collective, reminding us, yes, it's time to honor your intuitive knowing you've used the five senses up. In regards to an individual perspective, the moon for you in your personal life might be the confirmation or the evidence of our alignment. As again, the second position in the reading, moon represents the present, the right now. And as many of you have been joining here or gathering here for 14 days in a row, again, many of you for 81 days, the moon is, again, letting you know what 
you have come to realize yourself to be a multidimensional being and with your disciplined thoughts, feelings and emotions, you can tune in to refine guidance and concepts that help you move forward. And since the spirit guides came in first, it lets us know that in the past, you've already done the work, planted the seeds that would put you into the state of being to stay receptive. So if you can see how these two messages harmonize so far, spirit guides with the companion energy coming through first is complementing the moon energy that you're currently in because we have done the work we needed to do to know ourselves even just a little bit more as multidimensional and do our reinterpretation work in regards to distorted data that puts us into this state of being of receptivity. So I'm very happy to be sharing this message or receiving it with you because the moon is confirming our inner work that we're in the state of being of receptivity and the companions came in first to confirm it even before we asked so let this be the confirmation that you maybe been seeking or let this be the sign that on this path of development there's a moment of integration and sometimes you won't see the evidence of your positive outcome yet but you can always focus on how you feel and soothe yourself into a more refined state of being, which is receptive. To get the five senses out of the way just enough to be in tune to the inspiration and know the next step. So I'm so proud of all of you who join and practice what we discuss here. I love you all so much. We're all trying to figure it out together and the moon is confirming that we're on our way that you have come to know yourself as non-physical as well. And now we just utilize that tool by calling on your guides, angelic helpers, loved ones, paying attention to how you feel, reinterpreting the data, coming up with a new conclusion, following the heart guidance instead of the mind. All these things that we speak of is the tools that we're refining. And it's nothing that you haven't known yourself to be before meaning I'm not telling you anything about yourself you just haven't realized because I am another you and I only speak from experience I only speak from the data that I've lived and I've integrated and I'm practicing walking, talking, living so if I know it I know you know it now because like attracts like and we're a soul family so good job again you're in a new timeline you are not who you used to be. So let's just stop and receive the love of God for a moment as we are in receptivity. Yes. The third part of the reading is coming from the energy of the whale. I love when the whale shows up because this is also the energy of Archangel Mikael, also the energy of the Syrians, our Syrian galactic family. The third part of the message in the illusion of time would represent a final outcome or a future timeline. The whale representing life purpose, not only life purpose, soul purpose be connected with your original source self, the I am presence. To do the inner work just enough in regards to healing the ego, 
integrating the ego, honoring it as the tool it was designed to be, and coming to know when you're in the column or receptivity as the moon let us know with your higher self or the I am presence, your God self. So for the collective, the whale is showing us that we will eventually connect with our soul purpose. All beings eventually will. We just do this at our own time, at our own steady pace. So only you know what is right for you. We're not qualified to analyze or calculate how another person should facilitate their journey because their soul is connected to source. As the individualized expression, only they know what they're here for. Only you know what you're here for. So the whale for the collective is reminding us of a very beautiful symbol. Since the whale is the only animal in the water kingdom that could go to the deepest parts of the ocean, it does represent the aspect of yourself that is seeking out the data that you have not come to realize, diving the deepest down into your emotional pain bodies as the water represents the four lower chakras. But not only can the whale descend into darkness, it can also ascend into the radiance and meet the sunlight again as it comes back to the shore or the surface. So the whale is a very beautiful symbol for the collective following the moon energy in receptivity, letting us know that there's data that we are primed and prepped to receive, but it could only be found within in the deepest aspects of self, the parts of self we avoid to connect with. So what does this look like or what might that look like as a humanoid? Spending time alone in isolation with your thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And we don't mean alone with the TV or the radio on. We mean alone present with your breath. Your self-discovery is your spiritual awakening. Only in your observation of the self will you come to know thyself as the I am presence. And in the most loving way we have discussed, you will not find yourself in the world in the exterior. You're looking at the already manifested for yourself. It's counterproductive to what you are as a fourth and fifth density being. So in regards to the collective, the whale showing up, reminding us that it's time to honor our soul passion. To do what you know you've come to earth to do. And in regards to collectively speaking, we have come to realize that we are one with source. How do we know this? Because look at what our division and separation has done. The whale reminding the collective, we've come to know part of our purpose on earth is to be in oneness, unity, consciousness, brotherhood and sisterhood. Because when we don't do that, look what we do. We miscreate, we make a mess. And how else can we come to this realization? Going into your darkness, this is all we speak of. The whale confirming this. There is data, information, opportunity in the depths of the ocean. You know this as well on Earth. Because have you not all agreed that we should be exploring the oceans more and to see what's down there out of curiosity? Only a very small percentage of the oceans are explored. It's the symbolism for your own self-discovery. Again, the water representing you on many levels. You're made of mostly water. The water represents your eternal flow or connection to source. And it represents your four 
pain bodies, your emotional bodies. In regards to the collective, message still applies. The whale is reminding you, individually speaking, it's time to honor your soul passions and what you came here to do. But we could only tune into this inner knowing of what we want to do once you clear away any distortions that create the idea or the illusion of blocks between you and your heart's true desire or what you want to do, something you love. Again, you could only access this information if you dive deep within. So in regards to you as an individual, the whale is first confirming the inner work you've been doing as you gather at this space. But it is also a reminder the work is never done. There is always mother, other, <laughs> other aspects of self to integrate and we will stop and receive the love of the mother. And yes, the whale reminding us in your darkness you will grow. So, individually speaking, only you know what your soul passions and desires are. And if you don't know, it means you're still attaching to the distortions of the data you've collected thus far in this incarnation, what we call memory. So the whale doesn't refer to the memory loop. Archangel Mikael, the symbol, doesn't refer to your memory loop. The Syrians know where you came from, so they don't refer to this distorted memory loop, as they are the master geneticists of our DNA. So how can you honor your soul passions even more? How can you continue to do your inner work which never ends and dissolve or dust away any remaining residue? That puts you in the illusion of separation and division. And this is the only thing essentially that stops you from knowing what you are. As you think you're separate from God. And when you come from this perspective, you know what you love. You know what you want to do. Maybe you just have to admit it to yourself. So be like the whale. Challenge yourself to dive the deepest you've ever given or dove. Dived. (laughs) And rise to the surface and trust what you receive in regards to feelings and emotions will rise to the surface for the purpose of reinterpretation and then find yourself more in alignment with your passions your soul passion what you came here to do you're already doing it we just we're doing it from the perspective we think we're the body now reinterpret from the perspective you are one with source all that is divine Yes, die deep. Face those darkest parts of self that you've been avoiding. You're strong enough now. The whale, Archangel Mikhail, and the Syrians support you and remind you of this. The fourth and final part of the reading is coming from the energy of the bat. And I know the bat has a lot of resistance and distortion surrounding it, but I love the bat so much. I think it's adorable. (laughs) And I only think this because I've researched it and most of them are harmless. Essentially, they are flying puppies. So if you're afraid of bats, maybe challenge yourself to look them up or research them again from a new loving perspective as they essentially are harmless. They eat fruits, berries, 
the spiders, bugs. So yeah, they're flying puppies. If we honor the illusion of time, the fourth part of the reading does represent the tool or the modality that we can utilize moving forward. In regards to the collective, the bat is coming through as a reminder that it is time to utilize our other senses. The bat does not refer to its two eyes to move forward. It does not refer to the biology at all to hunt to the body. It relies on the inner knowing, the frequency and vibration that it perceives in the sort of sonar-like experience. The bat is a representation of your more refined senses, that all your needs will be met. You will still get where you need to go in regards to your inner guidance taking you there. So for the collective, the bat is reminding us again, it's time to realize that we are multidimensional. And with this, it is time to know, as a fourth and fifth dimensional being, we have more senses than the five, six senses and more. The bat reminding you that you don't need to use your two eyes to move you forward. It's okay when the ego can't predict or foresee and it's afraid to move forward. It's not its job to move you forward. It's not its job to feel confident moving you forward. That's your inner guidance system's job, the sacred heart. So I love the bat so much for reminding the collective that from the perspective of the two eyes, we are in a dark phase. And as you can see, the bat is able to travel very um, fluidly and harmoniously in the darkness. It shines in the darkness, you might say, as a nocturnal being. Its higher senses are amplified and utilized in that realm of existence of darkness. But again, the bat does not use its two eyes. So we as a collective, we only see the darkness in the realm of Earth because we're using the two eyes. And that's not the tool that is used to um, analyze or calculate what's happening in the world. Your inner guidance is created for that. Individually speaking, only you know how the bat pertains to your life, as it would be reminding you that maybe there are still some thoughts or seeds of duality and polarity you are still nurturing on an accident. You're still looking at something in a more lower vibrational way instead of utilizing your more refined senses, helping you perceive and see it more clearly. So where are you wanting to see things in divine clarity, meaning dissolve any distortions in regards to perceptions? Where do you want to utilize, as we call it, the third eye, which is to understand your multidimensional nature, that only when you honor the non-physical aspect of self will you be utilizing the totality of what you are. And only when you unify the left-right hemisphere, as we call it, or the masculine-feminine, are you able to enter the kingdom of heaven. So this is why Brother Yeshua told us the kingdom of heaven is within, because he knew we were in the distortion of being divided and separate. So he knew we would be referring to the two eyes. He was hinting to us, don't use those two eyes because you will suffer, you will see darkness, because you incarnated in the default setting of the attack against God, the realm of ego. There's no problem with the ego. We tell you to love your ego, to heal your ego constantly because it's a tool. 
But if you use it for the purpose it's not to be used, it becomes a problem. Not for us, we love you so much, but you. We want you to take the struggle out of your situation from here on out and realize that you have gone through the most difficult part of your journey. Again, as Mikael reminds you always, often in your heart space, you don't need to go through anything more difficult than you've already been through. Why would you choose darkness when there's light all around you? So be like the bat and understand you will see darkness. If you're using the two eyes, you will be blind. But if you refer to your inner guidance system, your refined senses, you will have the guidance, the frequency, vibration, energies that lead you where you need to be. It'll take you towards your well-being. The bat gets its food, its shelter, its water, all things the bat needs by trusting its inner guidance system because it can't see. And when we use our two eyes, we can't see either. We blind ourselves. Haven't we heard of the saying, the blind leading the blind? We want to step out of that time loop. Think for yourself. Do your own inner work. Only you manifest for you. Rely on your own inner guidance. Yes. So we will thank the energy of the companion, the moon, the whale, and the bat. And again, that was the Pathfinder Oracle deck. Thank you all for tuning in. I hope you feel good. I love you so much. As we come to the end of this episode, I do feel guided to share some final feelings in regards to the Pathfinder reading. Pathfinder is to find your path. It goes without saying. I remind you often I have not figured it out. I am trying my best. Only through my suffering and the reinterpretation of that distorted data am I able to find myself in this current state of being which allows us to experience the evidence of being the receptacle or receiver of the transmissions or messages, the love of Mother, Father, God. I always ever only want to be an example of what you are as I am that I am. You are so loved and perfectly supported. There is no solution to seek and no problem. We just want to vibe higher. I am only here because I know suffering. I love you for no reason because I know suffering. In regards to the collective, we do have a lot of work to do. But remember, not all beings need to wake up for all beings to wake up. We just need to do our own inner work as a reflection and a representative of the I am. We are all interconnected. So you may not see the evidence of your positive outcome yet. But as you have altered the inner world, you must see the evidence in the physical realm. And as we have gathered for 14 days, again for some of us 81 days, I know you're living in a new timeline because I am, and it's because of you. I'm so grateful for each of you that tune in and support. I'm so grateful for all of you agreeing to come to Earth, incarnating in this very pivotal point in development. There's nothing else that we can say or do. We're doing it now. We're in it. And now we just stay receptive, waiting for the inspiration and the guidance where Source lets us know where to focus next. 
So the action from here on out is to just feel good. To keep watching yourself. Stay in observation. Be honest with yourself in your assessment of the self, understanding that we portray as many selves. And we want to stay in alignment with the highest vibrational aspect of self to have a more harmonious experience here. And since we are multidimensional, we can create this. We can co-create this. We each have the capacity to create like our creator. We each have the capacity to love as our creator loves. So I thank you again so much for supporting and joining us on this journey. 21 days of no complaining, I am experiencing the shift and the evidence of this. This is not to say everything is perfect and I don't have work to do. I still have work to do. I'm just more prepared now. I feel more ready, more resourced, more confident, more one with source. And that's my intention for all of you. This is how I'm able to see you in the brightest light. Because I only recognize you as the Christ sitting next to Mother Father God perfect and untouched. 